It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country each and every week. I bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Coming up on today's show, we've got Coach Pete DeRuga and Parker Holland with another case study. Brian Quarant is talking about taxes in retirement. Eric Carney delves into long term care. Mark Giels has a different take on 401ks. And the week, well, just another for the books. Well, it seems like all the talk this week was about the debt ceiling and what is going to happen. Both sides agree, but they're closer to a deal. However, both sides have recessed for the holiday weekend. Negotiators are talking about a two-year spending deal that would raise the debt ceiling for the same amount of time. In other words, past the 2024 elections, there's nothing final yet as I write this on Friday afternoon, so stay tuned. Meanwhile, the stock market showing signs of optimism in a remarkable turnaround. The Dow soared by 350 points on Friday, erasing some of its recent losses after a five-day decline. The surge came as the latest release of U.S. economic data showed encouraging indicators of robust consumption and manufacturing within the country. And it was on Thursday that the Nasdaq Composite experienced its most substantial gain in nearly three weeks, largely driven by an extraordinary rally in the shares of chip-making behemoth NVIDIA Corp. Conversely, the Dow Jones Industrial Average had faced setbacks for five consecutive sessions, making its subsequent rebound all the more remarkable. Speaking of NVIDIA, a company, did you know this, that traces its origin back three decades to a meeting at a Denny's restaurant? Well, it's now on the verge of joining the exclusive Trillion Dollar Club. Now, this remarkable feat propelled by their cutting-edge chips that are at the forefront of what else? AI, artificial intelligence. And with its shares surging by nearly, get this, 160% this year alone, NVIDIA experienced an astonishing increase of over 24% on Thursday, reaching an all-time high. The catalyst behind the surge, NVIDIA's announcement that the AI boom is translating into record-breaking sales. Now, this revelation has ignited anticipation that the era of advanced computing is unfolding at a faster pace than previously anticipated. Well, how about this? Office return momentum stalls as hybrid work gains popularity. Despite initial progress with city office occupancy rates surpassing 50% for the first time since the pandemic, recent months have shown little advancement. Surprisingly, the number of companies mandating full-time in-office work has actually decreased from 49 to 42% in the past three months. So what's happening? Well, employees are leveraging their influence in a low unemployment market to advocate for hybrid work policies, seeking a balance between remote and in-office arrangements. As a result, the expected return to traditional office setups is slower than anticipated with the trend of hybrid work gaining momentum as companies adapt to meet workforce demands and preferences. 
I like it. Home Depot predicting annual sales decline in the, for the first time since 2009 as Americans reduce home improvement spending, economic concerns, and completion of pandemic projects have contributed to the shift. In retirement news, Minnesota has joined the ranks of the states offering a state-sponsored retirement plan for private sector workers without coverage. Governor Tim Walz, a Democrat, signed a bill into law May 19th, establishing the Minnesota Secure Choice Retirement Program. Now, with this development, Minnesota becomes the 12th state to introduce an auto IRA option for previously uncovered private sector employees. This initiative aims to provide workers with a retirement savings option and promote financial security for a broader segment of the population. And finally, love this story. Teens in the Big Apple are mastering the ancient art of connecting with the wise and wizened baby boomers. In a hilarious twist, New York City schools have introduced a course that teaches students how to navigate the generation gap and understand the quirks of their elders. That means me, I guess. They watch videos of boomers gracefully practicing yoga, hang out with them, even learn the sacred language of respect, bidding farewell to the dreaded term senior and embracing the term older adult. It's all about bridging the generation divide, one hip conversation at a time. So in addition to LOL and WTF, add these shortcuts for your texts. ADT at the doctors, FWIW, forget where I was, and my favorite, HGBM, had good bowel movement. Remember that. All right, time to get this pizza cooking, and for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. In this clip from Financial Safari, Coach Pete and wealth strategist Parker Holland break down a case study. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. Now, before the show, we we got my Uncle Sam hat out. See it over there? Uh, we, and we fill it with numbers and uh, generic numbers. And Parker draws numbers out. And then he draws ages out. And then he puts a plan together for the hypothetical situation that we just developed right in front of our eyes. There you go. Parker, what did we, what did we pull out today? Well, today we pulled out a couple. And uh, this couple, of course, we're just going to go by the name... The Deruta family, because <laughs> that's the only name I know I can use. Say, compliance won't get in trouble. Just say the John Doe family. <laughs> hey, but what, or the Lipscomb family. How about that? There you go. There you go. Sounds, good. Over Sounds good. Who's this Deruta guy? I'm just known as Coach Pete. What are you talking about? <laughs> My dad was a college professor 43 years. He was Professor D. Because nobody wanted no to, one wanted nobody, to nobody try pronounce to, his last name. Exactly. It's not that hard of a name to pronounce. It on just paper, has an apostrophe it's scary. It. On paper, it is scary. So we have a husband and wife couple, and How they, old were they? they are currently 62 years old. Both of them 62. Both of them are right. 62. Drew the same yeah, the thing twice. The chances of drawing 62 out twice in a row, Thomas, is, is pretty is low. Pretty I should have been playing the lottery. It's pretty low. The probability <laughs> is, is pretty high that you're not going to draw something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, yeah. and speaking of our hypothetical couple, 60, both 62, and uh, do we, what kind of ink, what kind of uh, lump sum do we draw out? It's not. Mr. Delgado, but it's 2.5 million in oh. retirement accounts. Very nice, Thomas. We we seldom draw ones over a million out of the hat. That's but right. Parker did a well. We seldom draw two 62 year olds out of a hat too. So this is a day of seldomness. It was a small <laughs> hat. It, it was small. it was Thomas size. Big hat. <laughs> oh, what do you say? It's Uncle Sam hat. It's Uncle Sam hat. Yeah. So 2.5 million in okay. retirement accounts, and it's just the day of the twos. They are retiring in two years. All right. See, we drew two out. Okay. So they're 62. They have 2.5. Five million done a pretty good job of saving, if you ask me. It all depends on where it is now, but more importantly, where it's going to be in the future to make sure they never have to worry about uh, their savings dissipating or, or going away before they are 
or have left the earth. That's so right. what do we do, Parker? And of course, in this plan, we do the key spend and leave plan. This is what, leave. So what I did was I wanted to see how much guaranteed income they could get out of the accounts while still keeping the 2.5 growing and compounding for legacy. Very important. Because a lot of people, they always assume they want to make the last check balance. But I would say more That's than my not, dad used to say, I would always say majority of people actually would love to live off just the interest accumulated. We see that more often than those trying to make the last check balance. Well, it's, it's like the old days where my aunts would do this up in New England because they were former school teachers and they had money. All their money was in CDs. And back then, CDs were paying 15, 16% interest. So they were living on the interest and mm -hmm. leaving the principal alone. So that's what you're saying, that that's the goal of most people is, is leaving the principal alone as much as possible. And of course, we run doom and gloom, worst case markets down for the next 50 years. That uh, <laughs> that money would be able to generate $111,000 per year for as long as they one of them was alive. And I killed him off, as you wow. see here, Thomas, at age 115. Spreadsheet ran out at year 53. <laughs> <laughs> it could keep going. If they're still it alive, keep it keeps going. going. So that's the magic of that. Out so, of paper. So having 111000 per year for how many for how many years, you say? 50? 53 years. So how much did they take in, uh, in that time period? So over that period of time, um, so over... 30 years, they would have taken 3.2 million. So actuarially, their ages to pass away would be 91 and 92. Okay. That would have been 3.2 million. But if they went all the way to that 115, that would have been 5.8 million in income that they took off their investment. All right, so let's just go back to the 30-year one because that sounds more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so they live 30 years after starting the plan, or they yeah. live uh, actually 32 years because they waited two years after they after they started the plan mm -hmm. to start taking income. So they take income for 30 years. They started with 2.5 million. They've taken out 3.2 million. They both pass away. What's left in the account? So assuming the market down isn't down every day, but let's say the market does half of what it's been doing over the last decade. So the market never had a single day where it earned more than 6.8%. And this isn't compounded. This is annualized. This isn't one of those messed up softwares. This is structuring up and down years in between. That portfolio would be worth $8.1 million. Wow. When they kick the bucket at age 92. Okay, but what if the market, what if the day after they put the money in, when they started it like tomorrow, and then the day, let's say the market went down for 32 straight years, they never had a gain, what would happen? Then, of course, it would hit a zero balance, but they would still be getting that 111000 a year. Okay, for, for incredible. But so, they, so they pass away at 30. They put in 2.5 million. They took out 3.2 million. Correct. Okay. So they still came out ahead, and that's assuming Thomas. You know how I, I don't like talking about worst case scenario, but when we build plans, I, I require that because I don't want a plan built around hypotheticals mm -hmm. and having the hypotheticals not happen. Absolutely. So I want to see, and and this is, and and we can never say that it is impossible. Because anything is possible in this world. world, And we've, if we haven't seen that in the last couple of years, we just haven't been watching. There you go. So the market goes down every single day mm -hmm. for 32 straight years. And they still had 3.2 million that they spent. If they had been in a market and the market was down 50 straight years, they probably would have ran out of money by year five at least, Parker. Like if the market was going down and they were still taking money out, they, they would never have survived. They never would have had that lifetime income plan. And that's the other side. And this is always the entertaining part. We lowball the rates of return. Like I just mentioned, I said the, day, the market never had a day higher than 6.8%. I always do run it through that age 115 or however long the paper goes. If they live that long, they would have $35 million left to leave as a legacy. 
over if, if they did what if the market did it no, not a single day higher than 6.8 percent oh, i thought you said they had five point oh, they had that, five. that's at eight that's at age 92 that's over 30 years but if they went all the way through age 115 wow. <laughs> that is incredible yeah. well we run the numbers both ways it's not getting coach pete approved unless we plan yeah, for the worst be, case scenario because in my life i've just seen when you get all your hopes uh, up it's never going to happen so I'd, I'd rather plan around the worst case mm-hmm. scenario and have it be somewhere all right so they're going to be somewhere in between 3.2 million uh, for 30 years mm-hmm. over the course of their life and 10 or 12 million in that same time period, depending on if the market, what the market's doing. Oh, of course. And, and that's there'd the be bi- more money left over. If, if, if the market had been going up like it should, then, then not only did they get all that income, but when they die, there's going to, they're still going to have a balance that could pass on to their next again. But the beauty Parker is in this worst case scenario, they probably ran out of money years before that as far as their balance, but they continue to get that 111000 guaranteed for both their lives. And that, that, that's, that's the beauty of it right there. That is the beauty. And the other side of it is, too, is the income and everything is also inflation protected. That income will grow if the market yeah. has performance. Very, very important. But it doesn't so. rely on it. I like the case studies. Kind of inspiring. You can hear Financial Safari, of course, on a number of radio stations around the country. Find the podcast wherever you download yours. You can subscribe to it. We will deliver it to you in your inbox each and every week. You can learn more about Pete at PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. And check out CapitalFinancialUSA.com for more. Pizza! Up next, Brian Quaranta has taxes on his mind this week and why they are such a big deal in retirement. The reason why taxes is a big deal, you got to ask yourself this. You think taxes are going up or down in the future? Well, they're going up. Yeah, most people that you would ask would tell you that they're going up. Now, if that's the case and we have taxes that are going up, keep in mind for most people out there that are listening, you probably have some type of traditional retirement account like an IRA or a 401k. And when you pull money out of those accounts, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. So let's say you need $1,000 a month from your retirement account um, and you're in a 20% tax bracket. Well, you're going to have to take out more than $1,000 to net out $1,000. You might have to take twelve dollars or $1,300 to net out $1,000. Um, <clears throat> so getting your tax situation right prior to retirement is important. You can do a lot of conversion strategies where we're going from taxable money to tax-free money. That's a big one. That is a big, a big one. one. Well, tax planning and retirement is such a critical part of the puzzle, and that is something that you really excel at is, is understanding the taxes and how you can you know mitigate taxes. You pay what you owe, but you not have to pay any more than what you owe. That's right. And you know the reason why taxes are important is because taxes, uh, along with inflations, are the biggest eroders of your wealth. And, you know, if we can control how your wealth is eroded over time, uh, the better position you're going to be in. It's very, that, it's really that simple. So how about the other one? Creating, this ties into what I was just talking about a little earlier too, is creating your retirement paycheck. Remember, when you retire, your paycheck will stop from your employer, but you're going to need to replace that paycheck. That was a lot easier to do 30, 40 years ago because a lot of people had a what we would call a defined benefit plan, um, also known as a pension. Uh, on the way of the dinosaur. Yeah, on the way of the dinosaur. We don't see it anymore. We have defined contribution plans, also known as 401k plans, where the employer makes a contribution on your behalf along with some contributions you make, but generating monthly income well, that's on you. You've got to figure out how to do that. Or you're going to be smart and do what a lot of our clients have done and hire a professional like Secure Money Advisors that's been doing this for a long time that understands the basic fundamentals of building 
an income plan that truly can turbocharge your income in retirement. So getting your paycheck right in retirement by utilizing your IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks uh, is very, very important. Well, that's one of the things that you do. I mean, that, that you, I mean, you understand that because for most of us, you know, maybe we've got an IRA and maybe we've got, uh, you know, maybe a 401k, maybe there's a brokerage account, but what do you do with them? That's where you come in. What monies do you take first? Do you, do you take from the traditional IRA? Do you take from the non-IRAs? Do you take from the Roth IRAs? How do you invest that money? You know, according to ARP, the biggest fear that people have is running out of money. And if you ask people, um, if they're concerned about that, a lot of people will tell you, yes, I am. You know, when people come to our office, the first thing they'll say is, I, I, I don't even know if we're on the right track. I don't know if we're doing the right things. Um, and as long as the market continues to cooperate, we shouldn't have any issues. But you got to remember, the market doesn't cooperate 100% of the time. Well, good to keep that in mind. You can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on 94.53 WS in Pittsburgh on the iHeartRadio app. Anywhere you can find the podcast, anywhere you get a podcast, check out the website securemoneyadvisors.com. That's securemoneyadvisors.com. And you can reach Brian and his team by calling 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 600-700. Pizza! Now to Southwest Florida and Eric Carney. In this clip, Eric explains why a five-year rolling window can address long-term care. He also breaks down some debt to make sure you have eliminated it by the time you get to retirement. We were actually recording our TV show, and there's about three other advisors that were watching our show being uh, recorded at the time. And we were talking about cost of living adjustment with Social Security. Mm-hmm. And there was an advisor said there that was sitting there. He's like, yeah, we do that. You know, no big deal. Then we talked about rising inflation that we're, we're, we're tapping in inflation two and a half to three percent to your inflation every year. He's like, yeah, we do that. You know, pensions, there's a cost of living adjustment. He's like, yeah, we do that. And then we said, OK, we also put in a five year rolling window for long term care for all of our clients so that we understand if we have a long-term care event, how that's going to affect us. And the advisor said, oh, yeah, we've never done that. Yeah. And think about that. Like healthcare is going to be probably more than likely the biggest thing that will financially cripple you in retirement. So people are worried about inflation. Look, we've been preaching inflation for over 20 years. Nobody really cared until this year. Right. I mean, we're we're at 40 year new highs. Whatever you bought last year cost you 18 percent more this year. Right. So, I mean, everything is a lot more expensive this year than it was last year. Uh, You know, with the supply chain issues and everything that's out there, everything's a lot more expensive. Big deal. It's one year out of 40 years. Right. Inflation really isn't the issue. It's going to be other things that are a bigger issue. And by the way, when your advisor is actually factoring in inflation in your plan, you should not be worrying about this. But when your advisor is putting you in six bond funds that were negative last year, negative 2.32, negative 3%, and we had a gentleman come in a few months ago with six bond funds that he had lost a fortune on last year. Now factor in where the S&P 500 was 25, 26% last year, this gentleman did negative two and negative 3%. Now inflation for him is gonna be a huge issue. And that's what people have to realize. Of course, and that that rolls into debt as well. And I know you're a get out of debt guy, Eric, and that's so important, especially from a consumer debt standpoint. Uh, you, you have 
you kind of come down hard on people about that, don't you? Well, yeah, because, I mean, there's some ridiculous debt out there. I mean, in my early years, and we're talking 17, 18 years ago, I became immune to $100,000 credit card debt. You know, I mean, it was just wow. I was seeing it more and more often, $100,000 in credit card debt. That would scare me to death. Yeah, and for some people, you know, they just weren't concerned. They're just like, well, look what we got. Look what we got. A lot of times what you have to remember with debt is you're paying off debt from something that you may not even have anymore. And so there's people that have bought things that don't even have those things anymore. There's people that have gone on trips that, you know, the trip is gone and it was four and five years ago when we went on that trip. So the thing is, is that there's a lot of ridiculous debt out there. And again, compounding interest and time are on your side. Debt is not on your side. Being on the wrong side of compounding interest is nowhere to be when it comes to retirement. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth called Cape Coral, Florida home. The show airs on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get a podcast. I'd recommend subscribing so you don't miss an episode. Visit the website, Eric Carney Advisor. Com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. Oh, check him out on television as well. He is on both Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. Pizza! We've got one more clip, and this pizza is out the digital door. We hear from Mark Geals in Sioux City, Iowa, the podcast, Mark on Money. And in this clip, Mark points out a pretty interesting way to save even more for retirement in your 401k even if you've maxed out your contribution. What I tell people is when you come into the office and visit, typically we'll find one or two things right off the bat. Um, and what I tell people is it's like an iceberg. If we find something that right away is pretty obvious that you should have been doing and you haven't been doing, there's usually a lot underneath the water as well that you should be doing and probably aren't. Um, and so if you're not doing the simple things, you know, there's usually a huge amount of other stuff that, that should be being done and just isn't, hasn't been looked at, hasn't been addressed. And so I'm going to tell you one thing that I don't think anybody here probably has heard about and you can do. And so again, there's, here's something that you don't know, but it could be costing you money if it applies to your situation. And it is this, if you're contributing to a 401k plan, a person says, well, I'm maxing out my 401k. Did you know that in a lot of 401ks, you can continue to contribute after you've reached your maximum contribution amount? So you can put in the 15%, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the maximum that you can put in up to uh, $19,500 if you're under 50. Um, but you can continue to contribute past that up to $50,000 of after-tax money. So it's not deductible. Um, you know, it's not going into a Roth or pre-tax. It's going into the after-tax portion of your 401k. But here's the caveat kicker. Once that after-tax money is in the 401k, you can do an in-plan conversion to the Roth portion of your 401k. Oh, Allowing wow. you to contribute up to $50,000 today into Roth IRA assets um, by using after-tax contributions into your 401k, and then once they're there, you do an in-plan conversion to a Roth. That so sounds if amazing. That, if you knew that, you're probably one in a million people. 
Because I didn't I, know I, that. Almost nobody knew knows that you can do that. Right. Well, and are you seeing people, and are you encouraging people, and if they fit those, if they fit that category, if they fit that kind of, you know, you're able to make that kind of contribution, are you encouraging people to do that? Absolutely. Because here's the key: if if you if you're if you're contributing so much money into your 401k and you, and you're a highly compensated employee, you probably also have got brokerage accounts that have after-tax money in them that you're paying taxes on. And so, you know, you want to be able to maximize that Roth because it'll never be taxed. You know, it's tax-free money forever. And it's the only investment that allows that to happen. And it's just such an important planning tool that, you know, the more money you can get into a, you know, Roth position, the better. That is amazing and good to know. If you'd like to learn more about that, visit his website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com, EFS4U.com. Mark Giels and the Mark on Money podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to it. We'll put it in your collection automatically every week. So that's it for episode 191 of Financial Pizza, featuring clips and more from some great financial advisors helping people get to and through retirement. We bring it to you every week in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 600-700 or visit financialpizza.com to learn more. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, subscribe to it. We'll put it in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, well, anywhere you get a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share it. We would appreciate that. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. I want to thank Chrissy Paradis for providing content for this week's show. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall, that originates from Studio D and broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. And we're going to see you next week right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.